The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, meet mate for life, <laughs> Mr. Jason Kupsik. What is cracking, sir? Dude, I went down the rabbit hole. I know <laughs> you, you were did. there too today. I did. I, um, I We both did. But I think you went pretty damn deep, though. You went Not only deep. was it a rabbit hole, it was a very, very nostalgic <laughs> rabbit hole for me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ridiculous stuff. Fucking ridiculous. And the topic of uh, of this evening's episode. We're going to be talking. Yes. Since, I mean, um, like, like, here's the deal. Over the last, what, three, four weeks, solid we have been seeing like all of these stories coming forward about time travel and time travelers and all these people claiming to be, you know, from the future. Um, and so it, it got Jason and I thinking, we're like, Hey, let's just do a show. Let's do a show on specific people that say they are, you know, time travelers. Um, and holy shit, like some of the stuff, that we came across today, guys. Just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <coughs> I'm dying. My God. So, do you want to do you want to plug anything before we start, or do you just want to jump right yeah, into just this fucker? Pu- uh, <laughs> just we'll mention a couple things real quick, but we won't go into them like we usually do. Okay. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Um, Go to podbros.com. Check them out. They're our network. Go check out our sponsors. Go check out the EGT project. Go to Threadless and get a Meet Mate shirt. What up? And, <laughs> oh, I just updated our Patreon. So it's ectoplasm or patreon.com backslash ectoplasm show. I updated. I added one item to the top tier. Not only will you get. So I will go into Patreon just just a few minutes yeah. uh, today. So I I completely redid Patreon. Nice, man. And I trying to find the file here. I changed it to Meat Mates, but <laughs> I changed all the tiers too. Oh, cool. Okay. So I just why can't I pull it up? Cuz I wasn't prepared. It happens. Here we go. I'm getting to it. Oh, well, it's the ectoplasm. So show. it's now the uh, ectoplasm. <laughs> it's still the ectoplasm show. Oh, uh, they're they're some performing some maintenance. So you can't sign up right. No, you can right. You can't sign up as we're recording this. Anyways, right. so the first level, the one dollar level, you get to be a meat mate. That's right. You will be for one dollar or more. You get to be a meat mate. Right now, we have two meat mates on that level. All right. And, you know, it's a dollar, so you get a shout-out on the show. That's right. 
and we love you. You're a fucking dick. You know what? You're just a fucking dick. (laughs) Next level is the good sauce level. (laughs) It's five bucks. You get the meat mate reward of the shout out. You get an ecto sticker and bonus episodes from time to time whenever we get around to them. Yeah, yeah. The $10 level is the Slimers level. I like that. Uh, you you are a wonderful person. Uh, <laughs> all rewards from both meat mates and good sauce. <laughs> Skype call with Josh and myself. And an ectoplasm shirt after a few months of being signed up for it. Heck yeah, man. And then the top level. You're the doctor's minions. Ooh. That's $20. And you get to become a higher class of listener. All like rewards that. is the previous levels, plus an exclusive Dr. Minions ectoplasm shirt. Hell yes. First invite to any future ectoplasm events, nice. mentions, and all kinds of fun stuff. Plus, I just th- that was on there the last week or so. Plus, I just added a Meat Mate spiral notebook. Oh, sweet, dude. As well. Yeah. Yeah, go to, go to our ectoplasm or go to our Patreon. Even a dollar will help us out, make us feel good. Absolutely. And apparently, Dr. Feelgood over here will fucking tell you that he loves you. What a dick. Uh, That was a general blanket term for our (laughs) listeners. Not individually. I'm like, I'm signing up right now. (laughs) I did upset you in a Facebook chat the other day. I didn't say the L word to the guy, but I sent him a heart gif or gif or however you want to pronounce it. And you got butthurt. I was so pissed at you. I'm like, you... Prick. <laughs> you prick. Oh my god. That was good stuff. But anyways, yes. back to the topic. Yes, so <laughs> we started out we we're gonna just talk about John Teeter. Yeah. And um the guys, oh my god. Was a huge blast from the past. So it wasn't <sighs> as long ago as I thought it was. It was it was eighteen years ago now, right. but it I thought it was late 90s, like 97, 98, I thought I remember, because I was in all kinds of message boards above topsecret.com, used to be one of the big ones, and all over the place just looking through conspiracies and all this kind of stuff. And I remember when the John Teeter thing blew up, I never was actually in the actual thread he was communicating in, right? but I was in other ones, seeing, reading other ones that they were talking about it in oh, the early I see. 2000s. I see. So there was mention. So I remember of it, but he this as that. it was going on. Just amazing. Though. Yeah, there's there was t- threads upon threads in a number of different forums. Yeah, way back then that was just discussing him, even as he was talking about, even as he was putting out the the posts. My God, he it's just amazing. 90, dude. He did a. A number of posts on yeah. one website about time travelers, and then he did ninety-six posts, I think, on Art Bell's Coast to Coast forum, and that's right. where most of the stuff comes from with him. Right. So, guys, if you don't know who John Teeter is, okay, uh, Teeter, by the way, is just T I T O R. Um, so, anyway, it's it's a name that John Teeter is a name. That was used on several like bulletin boards and even billboards in the early 2000, 2001 time frame by a, 
it, it's a, a gentleman like claiming to be an American military time traveler from the year 2036, right? Now, Teeter made numerous, like, somewhat vague and some were more specific predictions, right, regarding um, different events in, like, 2004 and beyond, attracting then worldwide attention. Um, I mean, like you were saying, like, you get the... Um, you get the attention of Art Bell, you know, from like coast to coast. That's huge. Um, he described, you know, aftermath of a nuclear war, devastation of numerous countries around the world, uh, the breakup of the United States itself into five smaller uh, sovereignties, uh, the general destruction of the global environment and infrastructure, Um to me, like even like reading this right here, the the United States split into five smaller sovereignties. That reminds me of like uh, like the Hunger Games, you know, how it was divided into nine or I forget mm-hmm. even how many different sections. But I mean, that's where my head went. But so obviously, I have like here. you know, like investigations, um, you know, like journalists jumped on this shit and they were like uh, eating it up like crazy. But I mean, like. So many people dove into this shit, and so obviously it was met with a whole ton of, you know, skepticism. Um, but, I mean, like, this goes on and on and on. And, guys, we can talk for hours, probably days, about Teeter, about John Teeter. Like, it's just amazing stuff. Now, you said you had something there? So I have some of his predictions from... Before he got the the stuff I want to talk about is some of the stuff from before he got on Art Bell's. Okay. Okay. Previous threats. This is actually something he shared within, uh, I think it was the second post on Art Bell's. Um, It was a link he put on the second post of Art Bell's forum in his thread where somebody put together his threads from another forum previously. Um, it's entitled words to the wise from a proclaimed time traveler from the year 2036 It's from paranormal news network. Uh, February 11th, 2001 is when this was posted. It looks like, okay. Um, February 4th, 2001, which was right, right around when he was, first started talking about this yeah so a world war in 2015 killed nearly three billion people the people that survived grew close together life is centered around the family and then the community i cannot imagine living even a few hundred miles away from my parents there's no large industrial complex creating masses of useless food and recreational items Food and livestock is grown and sold locally. People spend much more time reading and talking face-to-face. Religion is taken seriously, and everyone can multiply and divide in their heads. <laughs> this is so amazing. That's just the first, like... Well, th- I do thing, know that... Even this post is, like, many pages long, probably yeah. 20 pages long typed. Okay. So that's just one of the, the first paragraph in that. It's just nuts. Uh, Let's see what else he has to say. 
Uh, it has always surprised me that the concept is so hard for people to imagine and accept. Nothing would happen. The universe would not end. I think he's talking about time travel here. Sure, sure. And there are no paradox problems that threaten existence. Right. Temporal space-time is made up of every possible quantum state. The Everett-Wheeler model is correct. I have met and seen myself twice on different world lines. The first was a training mission, and the second is now. I was born in 1998, so the other me is two on this world line. Right. There is a saying where I come from, every possible thing that can happen or will happen has already happened somewhere. Wow. Interesting. He said there's a few, for starters, the fact that I'm here makes it different. I've also noticed little things like news events that happen at different times, football games won by other teams, things like that. So that um, that kind of throws a little bit of a wrench into some of his for later things. And he so he has three rules, and I don't see them listed on this page. Right. Uh, he has three rules, and one of them, one of his rules. And this is his own rule, not necessarily one that he was given, because he is supposedly a military guy mm -hmm. sent back to 1975 to collect a IBM 5100 computer. Right. Because they needed that specific model, something within that coding that they had lost within they the said, hardware. They said something about that specific computer and talking like... Um, talking with other people um higher ups in within IBM they said no this what he's saying is absolutely true however that's only you know information that was like privy to about you know that five or six people had that information like there's no way he should have had that information specifically what the computer did was it it had a way to basically decode specific algorithms and different forms of data and things like that that other computers could not do they were fairly limited in that but this specific model of ibm could decipher and decode all sorts of different shit simultaneously and that's why it was so valuable to them apparently so he had to go back to 75 to get the damn computer see the thing is though they knew full well that he wouldn't be able to fix the timeline that he was physically on because he also explains that in and uh, i guess we could just call it reality yeah that he can never travel to his own reality he's that you're always bumping off into one next to it or whatnot when you time right. travel so, so that's another he thing went back he to said, 1975 yeah. in a different timeline from his exactly. own exactly very similar but a different timeline. And he also then came forward to 1990. Well, not 1998. In 2000, 2000, I think, is when he came back. But it was early 2001 when he started the online thing. He That's also explained that that was a different timeline, which he had just come from in 1975. And also, when he goes back to the future, it will not be his real timeline it'll be one that's mirrored close to it right he would never actually be able to go back and save his own timeline but he could at least go back and save a timeline which is interesting to me because like you stated earlier 
it's not like you go back in time and if you, you know, kill your grandfather, you cease to exist. He said it's nothing like that. He said it is a series of parallel universes. And that's what that is what you're traveling to is a different type of universe or a parallel universe or whatever. It's fucking it's interesting. I'll give you that. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, I don't know, man. Let me see here. So, yeah, but he was military. So he didn't. So what I was getting to is he had rules where even though they were he explained them as his own rules that he wasn't necessarily obligated under certain rules other than he didn't actually own the time ship. It wasn't him his to do whatever he wants with. But the other rules that he implored on himself was one, do not reveal anything. Um, not It's not reveal anything. Do not give specific things about the future because he didn't want to affect the future. He wanted, right. And he knew in speaking that he could affect the future in that sense. Mm-hmm. But he he made a point not to give specific details about things such as football games, right, and other things. But in yeah, if somebody was were going to, to at this point, yeah, was and then later posts, a hundred page later, uh, in in the notes that I now have um, from his original posts, he talks about how. He can't remember football games from around then because he was only like two or three or five. Right. So I don't maybe, you know, there's just somebody if if he is really a time traveler, I don't know if I believe this guy. He's got there's a lot of interesting things about it, but that's an inconsistency I just spotted okay. a little bit. I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. But I mean, oh, my God, man, like this story just goes on and on. It really does. Now. The actual time machine itself. I wanted to talk about this a little bit because this is something that um, was a little more in-depth than other people that I have come across, especially on the internet and all that shit, um, that are claiming to be time travelers. Like that fucking Noah guy that we talked about a couple weeks ago, right? Where he was like, I just get in this fucking dome. And a massive amount of electricity and all this stuff. Like, he was very vague about everything. Um, So, Teeter described his time machine uh, on many different occasions. Uh, In one of those early posts that you were describing, he he said that it is a, a stationary mass, temporal displacement unit powered by two top spin, dual positive singularities. So, producing a, a standard offset uh what the fuck is that word tipler sinusoid i don't know what the fuck that is dude sure yeah i don't know what that is um but he, he says the earliest very technical very very much so so he says two magnetic housing units for the dual micro singularities an electron injection manifold to then alter mass and gravity of the micro singularities, a cooling and x-ray venting system, gravity sensors, or a variable gravity lock, four main sensium clocks, three main computer units. Now, this is where it gets sexy, right? So <laughs> initially, 
this device is quite large. I mean, it's fairly large. Um, you can only imagine it's most likely fairly heavy as well. Um, it was installed in the rear of a car. It was actually a 67 Corvette, um, which would have been sexy as shit. But anyway, uh, Corvette convertible. And then later it was moved into a 1987 uh, truck, you know, having four-wheel drive, apparently. I don't know if that's, uh, if but that's still, a necessity. But still, he had to be stationary. The truck yes, couldn't be moving could when not he move. traveled through time. Right. But the interesting thing that I saw is no matter where it was on the planet, that's where you would be in the future. So if he drove it somewhere yep. and went to a different time, he would be in that spot at exactly. that time. One thing yes. that I haven't seen in there is what if there happens to be something else there at that time? What if right. a person is standing there? Or you're in the middle of a fucking is, diner somewhere, right? <laughs> like, or yeah. yeah, dude, could you imagine? I guess you'd have to be very careful of that if, yeah. if that if you were really doing that. It would have to be fairly oh, remote. No. And, maybe, and maybe it was. Maybe he chose very rural type of locations for that specific purpose. And maybe that's why then he later moved it to a four-wheel drive pickup truck. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it was yeah. questionable terrain <laughs> at best, it's probably the truck would probably do better than the vet. Um, now, he did say here, let's see. He shared several scans of the manual of a C204 time displacement unit with diagrams, schematics, posted some photographs of the device itself installed in the car. Uh, he even claimed that the whole, like, Everett Wheeler model of quantum physics, which is what you have already talked to um was absolutely correct um so you yeah, know, that here. that grandfather paradox that i was mentioning earlier you go kill your grandfather you cease to exist mm -hmm. that is impossible in this reality I that have is a, absolutely impossible yeah i have something here that kind of explains down that a little bit okay. more it says uh this is a quote from his writings imagine your path through time as is through a cone the farther from the center of the cone, the more differences you will see in the world line. The C204, which is one of the timelines they call the different timelines, begins to break away at about 60 years. Yeah. This main, means the level of confidence drops rapidly after 60 years of travel and the world line divergence increases. In other words, if I went back to 2,000 years and met Christ, there's a better than average chance I would end up on a world line where he was never born. Right. Exactly. The computer, un yeah, the computer units and gravity sensors record your trip, and you are quite easily able... Oh, so he says here that he's able to go back. So because it records it, he can make it back to where he's from. I thought I saw differently in another part. Okay. Interesting shit, man. Like, so cool. Um, he says that the here. stuff that is used and time time travel isn't necessarily invented until even past the future. Now, obviously, we're past 2015 and we didn't have a world war. Right, right. But he said that the, even though the, the stuff to enable time travel is being developed at this time... It's not being developed for time travel yet, even now. So yeah. we wouldn't have a time machine now, even in his timeline. Um, now, did you read through some of the predictions? 
that that he was I making. Did like them. I mean, obviously, we mentioned the the war and all that stuff. So like the the most the, immediate one thing about the war before we get into anything else yeah, is yeah. he said blatantly many many times that he didn't want to prevent the war because he felt inevitably at the end it was a good thing for society right that it was a reset right exactly yes um so that was you know the most immediate of the predictions was this upcoming civil war right in the united states having to do with order and rights well and immediate that in that well it immediate, was the first right exactly now he described it as being in in 2004 with civil unrest surrounding uh, the presidential election of that year civil conflict that then uh characterized as having a waco type effect every month uh that just steadily got worse and worse now um, erupted then by 20, or excuse me, 2008. Um, now, as the result of the war itself, the United States would then split into those five regions that I mentioned earlier, um, differing, you know, factions and factors and military objectives and all sorts of shit. Then uh, the Civil War then, according to Teeter, would then end in 2015 with a brief but intense World War Three. Then <laughs> Teeter refers to the exchange as N Day. Uh, Washington, D.C., Jacksonville, Florida, specifically mentioned as being hit and hit hard. Um, after the war, then, Omaha, Nebraska, of all places, would then become the new U.S. capital, which I would move way the fuck away. Anyway, <laughs> like, uh, Teeter was vague as to the exact motivations and causes for the you know his the world insignia war. i don't john teeter's insignia if I, you haven't seen it, i have not it it looks a lot like something flying into a vagina nice i'm gonna send it to you please do <laughs> um he did mention certain cities like that uh as right. being uh like, but he also mentioned many times that pretty much every major city will be uninhabitable at that point exactly and then like i know one thing that you kind of you were talking about earlier was the fact that you know everything then is organic everybody is growing their own food and really living off the land he said i can't imagine you know eating something or eating food that i didn't know where it came from um you know you see you know mcdonald's and all that shit like on every every corner did you already send it no you didn't uh, I'm sending it right now. All right. Um, I'm interested to see this. I can't wait. So he also said that even though... Um, oh, my God. <laughs> most it does. Cities are gone. It's Weird. very hard for anybody to live anywhere because of all the radiation on the planet. That is a vagina. If I've ever seen a vagina. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, continue. <laughs> that is a vagina. <laughs> I'll be damned. That's amazing. Just amazing. What do we got here? Oh, so here. One of his earliest assertions then was that CERN would discover the basis for time travel sometime around yes. 2001. Uh, with the creation of that miniature black hole about half a year after its departure. Uh, so then this did not occur. 
Uh, well, we don't know. But we don't know occur. exactly because we didn't occur. Exactly. See, that's my point, man. Let's say just hypothetically, for a moment, let's say and entertain the thought that this is real. Time travel is possible. The governments and around the world are they know this information. They know how to harness this type of power. I from that point on, like nobody's going to say a fucking thing because they're ultimately going to see if they can use it within a war type of situation, correct? They're going to use that technology for It would for, be for very <laughs> valuable property. Oh, my God. Ridiculous, man. Absolutely ridiculous. So who's to say that CERN didn't come up with that shit? Who's to say... That CERN didn't come up with this technology or accidentally stumble upon this technology with the discovery of of the goddamn Hadron Collider in the in the the black hole. Oh, my God. Would you hear me? Do you hear me? The fucking words that are coming out of my mouth right now. Yeah. <laughs> fucking um, slap me. Man. I told you. Jesus Rabbit Christ. Hole. Oh, my God. I'm just. I'm just speaking in hypotheticals here, okay? People, please believe me. But, like, seriously, let's think about that. We would not, we would fucking not have that information to the general public. No way. No fucking way. 30 years from now, possibly. Be like, hey, look what we accidentally found. And little did we know they've been using it for 30, 40 years, whatever. I mean, my God, man. So one of the predictions that didn't come true yeah. was he predicted that after the 2004 Olympics, they would have no more Olympics until possibly 2040. Ooh. Yeah, that didn't come so true. So that's one that definitely didn't happen. Uh, I mean, we just, we, just wrapped up the winter, we just wrapped up the Winter Olympics, didn't we? Did you watch any of those? Are they on too late for you? You in bed by seven or what? Um, no. So the one, the ones that I did see were the uh, the biathlon. Mm. Very nice. I I was upset that I missed the snowboarding because I am a snowboarder. And Sean White is a Dude, fucking beast, man. The guy's he's, a fucking he's animal. Running the snowboard game for years. Yeah. Like how, how old is long can some guy yeah. last? I think Sean White, what is he? Yeah, I think he's like seventy two now. Is that right? Sean White? I don't know, but he was like <laughs> becoming a big and it was around the time that John Teeter was out. Exactly. Like that's when he started. Exactly. Yeah. He was a household name in the early two thousands. And it's 2018, and he's still fucking and just mopping the floor. Don't even remember him as a skater. He's no. always been the snowboarder, yes. but before exactly. that, he was the skater. Exactly, dude. Just crazy, crazy shit. Imagine how much money that guy has. I don't even want to think about it. He's got like video games and shit. Whatever. Whatever. Now, let's see here. Um, I don't know, man. Like again. This story, guys, we're barely even scratching the surface. It goes so fucking deep. So deep. Um, I, I can't even begin. I'm just going to pull up the Wikipedia here because I know that they have a few things that we haven't mentioned. Yeah. I mean, we have. there's so much that we haven't mentioned, but 
let's hit a few bullet points on here. Um, the first post of John Teeter's military symbol, or symbol, the vagina, appeared on the Time Travel <laughs> okay. Institute forums. That's where the stuff that I was reading from came from in November yeah. 2nd of 2000 under the name Time Travel Zero. And it wasn't yeah. until he got to the Art Bell forums that he changed it to John Teeter. Now, he does say that John Teeter is his real name. See, okay. Now, we uh, also he know... He was specifically asked that several times in the Art Bell. Yeah. And he always claimed that it was 100% really his name. Yeah. And now, we also know that his family is originally from Florida. We know that. Now, we also know then that his family does not speak about this, specifically his mother and father. They do not speak about this because they've been approached plenty of times before. However, now they have a, a lawyer who will basically answer for them. But it would seem that his mother now is starting to come forward with more and more information slowly, but definitely surely. Now they've moved and supposedly they are living in the Omaha, Nebraska area, which is roughly 30 minutes from where I sit my ass right now. Um, which makes me want to just start knocking on doors. <laughs> you know? Like I want to find these people. <laughs> it's nuts, man. It's just nuts. Fuck, I lost you. Did I lose you? No, no, no. I was are. just looking. Looking so, at the I'm, vagina I mean, picture this, again. His whole thing with the... Because um, there's other stuff about the war and the Civil War that definitely hasn't happened. Because it says when he was 13 in 2011, right. he joined a group called the Fighting Diamondbacks, a shotgun infantry unit in Florida. Yes. And as far as I know, there's a lot of weird things in Florida, but that's not one of them. Yeah. That's not no. Uh, predictive failures. Now they do list the CERN thing on here, but th we have no way of knowing if that's true. Civil War did not break out. I mean, that's probably the biggest damning thing towards him, right? But now, he, they, I mean, just like any other time traveler, not any other time traveler, but he has a huge fallback for right. his stuff not happening, and that's right. the fact that he prefaced everything with the fact that it wasn't his original timeline. Exactly. Meaning that this could be, or it, it is, you know, a different, a different reality than a parallel universe, which we've already established. Science has already established is definitely there. I mean, it's more of a, a multiverse so to speak, right? Which that's where I get fucked up and everything like that. But I can't wrap my stupid pee fucking brain around the multiverse. Like this ties my shit in knots constantly. Like trying to entertain that idea. It's fucking jacked, man. So here's something interesting. And they don't have one. It's on Wikipedia, but they don't have. They have a reference. I don't know. There's a citation, but it says some suggest 
that yet in the summer of 1998, prior to his post, this would have been two years before his post, okay. Teeter sent two faxes to Art Bell's radio program. I saw that. Stating that Y2K is a disaster. Many people freeze to death. But I don't see anything on here that, that points to it. They have a citation there, but when I click on it, it just posts up and says citation. It doesn't say <laughs> the anomalies network. Okay. Oh, this is so they just go to an article that basically says it's a rumor. Well, yeah. Huh. So yeah, I mean, I, there's no like, I mean, obviously we're talking about time travel here, and there's no basis of knowing in that, but even this within that, there's nothing there that says, here's the facts, and this is when it came right, in, and this said right. John Teeter on it. And So, I mean, <clears throat> like I said, man, we could talk for fucking days about Teeter, right? Because it's such a fascinating story. It really is. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Let's take a little bit of a break. We'll hear a little bit of a word from our sponsors, and then we will come back and we will uh, talk some more fun shit. Um, so, yeah, come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. This is about to get weird. Join John, Brent, and Conspiracy Bot each week as they clarify conspiracies. The first time euphemism's ever been used in this show, and I appreciate you calling me out on it. Explore enigmas. Disregard all known writing and use my method, which only works on this. Uh, you'll realize it says drink rich chocolatey oval tea inside <laughs> the spaceship under the sphinx and probe the paranormal hold on a second uh, I'm, I'm pointing the laser at the wall now 71 71.1 71.2 admiral bird is here all of this done with the misguided help of the one and only conspiracy bot you're all idiots hysteria 51 is a hilarious expedition into the eccentric stop on my joke i Thank will when you. they're good listen and subscribe on apple podcasts stitcher or your favorite podcatcher remember the truth is out there but you won't find it here stay woke meet sex one night one location one group of friends pushed their limits of sanity it was great. It really made you think about some things, how how everything's connected. Oh, sure. How do you perceive your own reality? The film was really awesome. Being a, a investigator and being at Malvern uh, a couple times, uh, this really jived with a lot of experiences that I've had. What's that? 
perception and stuff just you don't think of those things so very interesting you're not allowed outside anymore watch the brush with evil series along with other josh heard documentaries go to joshherd.net you will find books documentary films and of course the ectoplasm show joshherd.net All right, folks, welcome back. Round two here. All right, back to the time traveler stuff. Now, obviously, we were talking teeter there for a bit. Um, and now I'm, I'm going to kind of shift gears. This is definitely in the same vein, though, okay? It's another time traveler that I found fairly significant. Uh, this gentleman named Andrew Basiago. Now, <sighs> Guys, this is another one that just goes so fucking deep, okay? So, Basiago here is a uh, a lawyer um, of, of apparently pretty high repute. As a side project, then, he runs Project Pegasus, which is a group that's dedicated to, you know, lobbying the government to release secrets of teleportation and time travel for the benefit of mankind. Now, Basiago also refers to himself as the quote discoverer of life on mars he claims to be uh-huh. <laughs> he claims to be one of two planetary level whistleblowers predicted by webbot um he's also a self-proclaimed indigo child you know um like guys this guy is fucking nuts um but anyway he claims that at one time he did teleport to mars This is in the 1980s, right? As an Earth ambassador to the Martian civilization. Now, this is strange because when he published an article then, nearly three decades later, he claims to have been astonished to discover life on Mars, along with William B. Stillings, a comrade he dug up somewhere. Basiago now claims that uh, President Obama was a fellow Mars traveler mm-hmm. back in the day. I do know this guy. Yep. You asked me you asked me uh, off air in between the on the break <laughs> if I had heard of this guy. I didn't recognize the name. Right, right. But I've definitely heard this story. Exactly. Before. Now the, the the fact you know that Barack Obama used to go by Barry Sotero may be the only truth in Basiago's claims. So Basiago and Stillings say that they met Obama on Mars. And the government is now covering up the president's space traveling past. Now, I will say this, okay? Basiago had a pretty fucking successful career as a journalist. Trump looks like he's from Mars. Oh, I'll give you that. I mean, it, maybe it's just a tan. Um, but anyway, like he, his career as a journalist and a lawyer was was pretty damn good, pretty successful. Like I said, up until about 2008, when he started, you know, submitting. Uh, what he called academic papers, you know, to National Geographic mm-hmm. Society about aliens and buildings and forests and animals that he was seeing in blurry Mars rover photographs and shit like that. Now, oddly enough, they they all declined to publish the papers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, as you could, you know, so imagine. But uh, 
My God, guys, I came across this then. Uh, so, on a little side note before yeah. you get into that. Yeah, let's do it. I do want to mention something on that specific topic, not necessarily just him, but something that would be relevant to him. Obama being a Martian? Well, no. Well, I mean, who knows? But <laughs> Who knows? Well, no, the, the claim is that he's not a Martian. He traveled to Mars to train. Got it. Um Got it. The, they also talk about, in that specific thing, they sent a lot of people to Mars to train So as kids. So anyways, but no, as what kids. I was going to get to was, so there's a big theory out there, and I think it's a very probable theory, is that people that see something or know something about something that they're not supposed to know or that they were working on at some point, but in the future they get off of, are driven to the point of becoming mad so that if they do reveal something about what they used to do or used to know, yeah. they're seen as crazy. And it would <clears throat> go bode well for this instance in that he's a super intelligent guy. He may have had some sort of um, knowledge of something. Maybe he yeah. stumbled across something. Maybe he didn't even do anything initially to let <laughs> it out, but the government would have reason to start making him crazy in case someday he decided to mention something about what he saw. There are would, numerous, numerous examples of this sort of thing. It's also a psychological example of a people at a certain level of intelligence can just go over the edge at any time in any way. I'll give that to you. But, I mean, but, this is a gentleman now. Let's, let's analyze this for a second because this gentleman... I mean, we're talking he's a lawyer, okay? Number one, there has to be some form of intelligence there, right? So the sure. cheese the cheese wasn't off his cracker, so to speak, up until about 2008, apparently. He's a pretty level-headed, straight-shooting guy from society's standpoint. But then, like you said, he starts fucking saying, hey, this is going on, and... Now he's automatically labeled as a fucking nut bar, basically. It's fucking weird, man. Yeah, so I I think that's a high probability that they have the... It happens a lot with people. There's There's a lot of examples out there if you break it down. We should do a show on that. Something yeah. We could do it just on military people. Yeah that are high-ranking military people that end up going crazy like this, if you sure. want to call that crazy. Well, yeah. Like, um, as of right so now, yeah, I would I mean, call this crazy. Because, like, okay, one of the more, like, one of the more significant things that he said he has done, other than going to Mars, okay, that's pretty fucking big. <laughs> but one thing that he did claim to do was go back to the year 1863, to ba basically witness the Gettysburg Address. So this is November 19th of 1863. The day Abraham Lincoln gave the Gettysburg Address. Um, there's a couple... There's one very, very famous photograph that I believe was published in Life magazine or something like that. Life time one of the two um but anyway it speaking of the gettysburg address yeah 
I I keep cutting you off. No, you're fine. These things keep popping into my head. Yeah. There was recently another story um, I heard somewhere. It was probably on another podcast, but I'm going to steal it. Uh, They have already talked about it, so I I don't care if we're stealing it. But So there was an an instance of a Civil War reenactor. A guy and his son, I believe it was his son, that go to Civil War reenactments. They love doing them. And they went to one recently, I think it was recently, or at least recently talked about. It. Anyways, they went to one at Gettysburg. Okay. And they got there, and they had a great day, and then later on in the day, they ended up in the spots of, because there was, t- you know, thousands of people there. Because yeah, Because yeah. it was a Gettysburg reenactment right. of the battles. Right. He ended up in this spot where there was this crowd around and there was these banners and stuff, and there was a guy up on stage that he even remembers and says, he looked like Lincoln, but he looked like an actor playing Lincoln. And he said it was pretty good, but he didn't quite have it. He didn't quite look right, but the the address was good. His voice was off a little bit, but he had a great time, and he was amazed by what they were able to put on. And then they just they they finished the speech, and the guy walked the, the guy that was playing the president, quote, walked by him and and what said something to him and walked off and then like 10 minutes later he's talking to one of the organizers down away from where he had been yeah. and talked about the setup they had over there and they had never they had not done a single presidential setup the entire time so he either had a time slip Whoa. or some kind of ghostly Whoa. thing came through more Jesus likely, Christ. it sounds now, like here's it's what, more likely probably a time slip scenario. If yeah, that's absolutely. Real. Absolutely. Now, it's it's interesting, too, that you mentioned this, because one thing that, I, I don't know, you look at somebody like Abraham Lincoln, right? You look at the man, and sometimes, like, I don't know, me, for example, uh, I was a history major, you know, in college and all this shit. So I, I think of stupid shit like this, like what it must have sounded like to hear the Gettysburg Address, what his voice, the man himself, what his voice sounded like. And apparently, according to scholars and all of this stuff, like his, Abraham Lincoln's actual voice was fairly high pitched. And rather shrill, you know what I mean? Like it could, he could address a crowd of that size with pretty much no problem whatsoever because his voice would travel. It wasn't like some beefy baritone voice that would get lost. No, his voice was shrill and it would carry that much farther. So it makes you wonder. Because, I mean, you mentioned, yeah, his voice was a little off, probably, you know, all this stuff, but that makes you wonder mm-hmm. if that's not what they just fucking experienced. It's interesting to me. Like, not a lot of people know that, I'm sure. Um, but I, it's stupid historical facts that I find fascinating. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, so, I, I'm sorry, were you done with that? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, okay. yeah, I okay. mean, that was... So, I was done with that part of the story. Yeah. Right, so this Bassiago guy, like, there's a fairly famous picture here, um, and, and I forget exactly what it's called, but it's just like you know, President Lincoln addresses a crowd at Gettysburg, and you can literally see just 
hundreds of people in this photograph. There are a few people at the beginning part here of the the um, in the foreground of the shot that are just kind of like milling around and chatting amongst each other. Now there's one boy that is right in the middle of the frame, and he's standing there plain as day. His hands are in his pocket, um, and he, it it's interesting because his shoes look far too large. <laughs> for his for his feet for his body for his entire structure here it just doesn't fucking work but what Basiago is claiming now is that he is this boy he is the boy in this famous photo from that day in Gettysburg now so let me see here he, he about the shoes right <laughs> so he claims they don't look that big. I mean, I mean they, they look, look sore. I'm looking at it right now. Right. Okay. Uh, so maybe they have mud on them. Look how muddy the ground looks yeah, around him. I guarantee it was pretty shitty. Now, so he's claiming that his original pair of shoes that he had on vanished during his time travel voyage. Um, they they flew off. Now, what he also says is basically both of his shoes and one of his socks flew off of his feet during this uh, time travel. Now, he then was outside of Gettysburg, roughly a mile uh, away, and he thought to himself, well, shit, I can't just walk into town with one sock on and blah, blah, blah. So if I'm going to do this, I'm just going to be barefoot. So he starts walking. There is another gentleman... He gets he gets to town, basically, right? He gets into the town, and he meets an old guy uh, in his 70s or so who is hobbling. He remembers this, this limp that this gentleman had, a very severe limp, um, who is like, boy, you're going to catch your, your death out here. It's cold. You know, what are you doing? You're, you're dressed all wrong. And apparently this old man took him into his shop where he then outfitted this boy with whatever he could basically find. So in this picture, you see the coat might be just a little too big. The shoes are definitely probably a little too big. Um, but it was because of this right, gentleman right. and his kindness, right? Now, but this gentleman... Yeah, I want to mention one thing. You, yeah. Then we... just It's only one second, so... No, go for it. Back then, even recently... Yes. Even today... People that don't have a lot of money, hand me down clothes. Exactly. And they might be a little too big. Exactly. Now, you talk about this time, in this day and age, that shit was super common. You had nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very common. Very common. The president's coming to town, right? You're not going to walk out there. You're not going to walk out there looking like a fucking scrub. You're going to wear your older brother's fucking nicest duds that just don't quite fit him anymore and don't quite fit you but damn it you're gonna grow into him but you're gonna put those on you're gonna look somewhat presentable right that's exactly that's a great point now apparently this gentleman or whatever there's also another photograph of this guy too um um is fairly well known as well and i i don't like the fucking name is gone uh for me anyway i have no idea but apparently this guy was also uh, fairly well-known uh, for the time. He was also in the military. He had just, uh, according to history, had just suffered a gunshot 
to the hip, uh, which would also then account for that severe limp that he had going on. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, man. Like, what he says is fucking... I don't know. It's caca duty shit crazy is what it is. And I can't even believe that I'm saying half the shit that's coming out of my mouth. But I am. But, like, he's claiming to be this boy at the Gettysburg Address. And it's fucking fascinating to me. It's fascinating. If you were a time traveler, where would you go? Let's talk just the past. Let's just go to the past. Where would you go? Um... If I were to go to the past, I would, you know what I would love to see just off the top of my head? Nothing crazy, nothing historic. I want to go back to the late 70s and see a brutal fucking hockey game, man. I want to go see. All right. There's some games that lasted extra hours because they kept beating the shit <laughs> out of each other. That would be other. a great fucking time. Yes. That would be sweet. That would be sweet. I can think of a few different things, you know, like right off the top of my head. Like I would like to go, I would like to go back in the time of like the dinosaurs. Okay. Now I realize I would be like a fucking snack. Okay. However, I would, I would like to somehow be able to look and witness and, and see how the dinosaurs reacted, um, their behaviors and things like that. I would love to fucking see that. Another thing that I would really like to see, the signing of the Declaration of Independence. I think that would be sexy as fuck. Um, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what else. Like, there's so many different things, so many huge fucking things. If I was going to go historical. Yeah, I mean. I think, um, I'm just trying to think a crazy thing. Not, I uh, but. There's so much historical stuff. Oh my that god, that would dude, be yeah. worthwhile going and seeing. But I want to go. You know what? One thing that I would love to see. Yeah. I would love to go to the largest Nazi rally and see oh. the fervor of the crowd. Those people were dude, crazy nuts. in love with their. I mean, you see the stuff in North Korea where they yes. pretend to love their leader. Right. That's nothing. No. Compared to what the Nazis and the and not even the Nazis with the Germans exactly before World War Two they were just all about it, man. Dude, it, it was didn't the have way anything to do with racism or any no. of that. They were just proud to be Germans. Yes, and yeah, there was racist undertones in the party, but of not course. in all of the people. Of course, dude. Honestly, that, though, like you think about the way of the craziness of the one of those massive ten uh, a million man people yes. out there, or millions of people. Probably the largest one probably had it close to a million people, if not more. Just the yeah. feeling in that place would be immense, be no matter be what the tone of it was. I want to experience that that uh, emotion in that crowd. That would be crazy. That would be nuts. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, one of the best public speakers that this world has ever seen has been Adolf Hitler. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. That dude could jack yeah, up true. a crowd. That dude could fucking speak. No, I don't necessarily agree with everything that he had to say. I'm just saying, 
The dude knew how oh, to yeah. fucking, he knew how to address a crowd. He knew how to pull that emotion out of people and fucking use it to his advantage, obviously. But, I mean, I mean there's never fucked. been, there, there's been presidents that have that charisma oh, and that yeah, ability yeah. to give that sort of speech. But it, not even presidents, there's been other people in recent history I, and even within, from what I know of the United States history, yeah. there hasn't been a scene like that in the United no, States. No, 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 no. Not there like hasn't that. been the, the president or some person standing up to that sort of crowd right. and having that feeling running through that crowd. Well, I don't think this country is that unified, you know what I mean, to really stand behind somebody like that, stand behind their leader. I mean, look at today. You have... You know, 50% of the country that's like, fuck yeah, anything Trump says is fucking gold. Then you have 50% of the, you know, like, this guy's a fucking crackerjack. You know what I mean? It just, like, we are so fucking divided. Like, no, we're not going to see that in our lifetime. Not like even that. If we, even if we weren't that divided, even if we had this sort of passion in the country, not passion, but this sort of, I, I don't, even if we had this sort of thing in this country, right? No matter what side you're on, you're not going to draw that big of a crowd. People can sit at home and watch it. People oh, can yeah. sit at home and be a part of the That's world. Then yeah. you had no way of reaching out to anybody other than being there. Yeah, you had to fucking show up. Now I tell you what. One other thing that I would like to do, <laughs> I would like to be, uh, in Dallas, Texas, on November. 22nd of 1963 i would like to specifically be on the sixth floor of the school book depository just to see for myself if lee harvey oswald took a shot took any form of a shot i would love to see that all these new kennedy papers and everything like that that just came out fuck me that's another five shows that we could do like all of that that gigantic dump that they did or that, you know, I mean, Trump was the one that did it. He was like, fuck it, get it out of here and let everybody see what's up. I mean, that that spoke volumes. Um, speaking of like Hitler, though, in that dump, they said that, no, the body they found that they were claiming was Adolf Hitler was not fucking Adolf Hitler. He absolutely survived. He absolutely took off and lived for 30 years after. And they were very well aware of all of this. The American government was well aware of the fact that Hitler survived and they never did a fucking thing about it. <laughs> they did nothing about it. 30 years he lived after the war. Fucked up, right? He was in like Havana or some shit like that. I forget exactly uh, where. Uh, Havana is pretty close i mean i'm thinking more south america argentina is where the i don't know i forget exactly where the fuck it said they have pictures they have intelligence they had everything yeah, i've seen he a was, bunch of pictures and but he stuff. was 100 percent fucking alive the story that we were fed from fucking third grade on is complete horseshit complete horseshit and it's no fault to the teachers because they were taught the exact same thing you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it well, was, yeah it's the yeah. story they just, needed yeah. out there it's the same with uh stuff uh nowadays mm -hmm. um 
the narrative needs to stay nice and pretty. It does, but here's the thing now, man. We are all so fucking connected, right? Um, like you were suggesting with, with technology. We can watch a speech from the comfort of our own living rooms. or, or I mean, you could watch the speech from the shitter if you wanted to. The thing is, it's it's there are so many people now that dig and dig, 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 and they will try to fucking... They will try to blast a hole through anything that comes out of any public... And what are a lot of those people called? Conspiracy theorists. That's my point, man. And That's crazy. that. Yep, exactly. They are called fucking nut jobs. We would probably fall into that category, my friend. However, like what I just said about Hitler, I could walk into any high school in the country... I could present the exact same amount of information. Fuck me. I could come with the stack of papers that would absolutely definitively prove it. And you know what people would say? Well, anybody could make that. You know, I mean, anybody could do that. It's like, yeah, of course. But you go to the actual fucking like, oh, my God, the CIA fucking website where everything came from. And it, and people still don't believe it. Why don't they believe it? Because they are afraid of getting labeled as a fucking whack job or what? Like, I don't understand no, it. Um, you can I present fact, definitive fact that came from the government. There is a scientific reason for this. If you believe I, I gotta know science, but there is a scientific explanation for this that scientists have came up with. People don't want to feel that they were wrong about the world. No matter what, sure. if it, it doesn't matter the information. It could be great information. It could be life-saving information. It could be something that everybody else knows even. Right. Or, or it could just be the most blatant thing that somebody that everybody knows but somebody didn't. The most blatant thing that is right smack in the face and people won't believe it because they don't want to believe that they were wrong. Here's the deal, man. Like, I am just not, and I, I, I get it. I respect it to a certain degree. I'm just not wired that way. I, I don't want to spend time, like, I don't want to waste time being wrong. So by all means, if I'm fucking wrong, tell me I'm wrong. Show me how I'm wrong. And the, the, show me the, what's right. And I will absolutely adopt that because there's no fucking time, in my opinion, to be wrong. Like, I, I don't see like, again, I'm just not wired that way, man. Like, I have to fucking like if if I'm presented with fact. I'm going to accept it as fact and be like, <laughs> fuck me. I guess I've been wrong for the better part of fucking 30 years. You know, that's ridiculous, but I accept it. I move on. I totally understand what you're saying. It's just, my God. And it's not that one person was wrong. Fucking everybody was wrong. Everybody was wrong because they fed us bullshit. They fed us bullshit because we thought, okay, the war is over. The monster is dead. We can move on with our lives now. Right? That's why they gave us the narrative they gave us. I don't know, man. It's fucking crazy. So let's talk a little bit about a few of the photos out there that claim to show Dude. time travelers or time traveling things. You seen the one of Johnny Depp? 
Have you seen Johnny Depp? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one. Let's do, look it up. Let's do that as well. We're going to talk about look it. Look right? it up. I'm not even lying. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Because this dude, like, they basically they just take celebrities now and they compare them to people that look identical. Yeah, I was from like the 1800s. Talk about that because they don't always look identical. They <laughs> right. just kind of look right. like them. They resemble them exactly. Oh yeah. They, oh, this guy does look <laughs> looks like just Johnny Depp. like Depp. <laughs> looks just. Like I mean, him. They, they say that on the planet currently oh, yeah. there's a number of people that look exactly like you out there. I met a dude once who was about five years younger than me yeah looked, you told me this looked story. just like me yeah freaked my shit out man <laughs> you also like, had wow. somebody else come up to you one time thinking you were somebody else right dude yeah this has happened to me like three times like people like have come up to me and they're like oh hey whatever you know whatever name and i'm like no no <laughs> they're like well, oh shit it's about- not you <laughs> like yeah, no it's me about I ran into somebody that called me by my first name, and that person went to school with me, but they were in the Kansas City area, but they were on the other side of town. That's so fucking weird, man. That was when I was in grade uh, freshman year, I think, or grade, middle school, I think. You got you a doppelganger, buddy. That's what it is. So let's bring up one of the most popular ones out there, the hipster guy in 1941. Yeah. He's wearing these glasses that look like uh, <laughs> steampunk kind of glasses. Yeah. And he, he says he looks like he's wearing a T-shirt on, and he st- definitely stands out from the crowd, yeah. which is all wearing, like, suit and ties and nice hats. Yeah, and, everybody's dressed up. And all kinds of stuff. They call him the time traveler hipster. Now, this one has been debunked. Have you heard that? Did you know oh, that? Oh, I didn't know that, no. Yeah, it's been debunked. So... The glasses themselves, those type of glasses, actually first came out, though they weren't, they were popular among younger kids, but they first came out in the 1920s. Oh, cool. And his shirt (laughs) is actually a hockey sweater. Oh. Because, so they didn't necessarily have printed t-shirts back then. Right. So it looks like it looks like an M on a T-shirt, but really what it is 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 a sweater with a monogram on it yep. for a hockey team they believe, and then he's kind of wearing an overcoat. He looks like a younger guy, and everybody else in the photo is older. That's awesome. So he definitely times out. So that or, yeah, uh, that one's definitely debunked. That's cool as shit. Did you see the woman? There's a an old film, an old film reel. Of just people walking on the street. I forget what it is. It might have actually been. I don't know. But like they're walking along the street. And then you see a woman in the back walking through holding something up to her ear. And it appears to be like a cell phone. Yes. I've seen that too. And <laughs> that one's been oh my God. mostly debunked as well. They haven't well, think about it. How the fuck is she going to be on a cell phone if there are well, no towers? Service, but- right. Like. <laughs> The thing is, is if they're from the future, our time, they could have anything. They could be calling another time. Maybe they're not calling a phone there. Yeah. If they, if maybe they don't need a tower. If it's from a thousand years from now, but they traveled back to then. Sure. You never know. But the thing is, is they did have devices that size, handheld, that you would put up to your ear to help yeah. you hear exactly the surrounding conversation. Yeah. They would do that for damn sure. 
Oh, my God. It's good stuff, I pal. mean, there's several other ones along oh, that vein a ton, of yeah. little devices that they're holding different things. Mm-hmm. But just because it looks like something that we have now in a black and white photo that's all grainy and blurry. <laughs> right. <laughs> doesn't mean... And this, you know, this is a complete departure of how we sounded at the beginning of this conversation. I know, show. I know, but it's okay. Because, you know, I'm not 100% on board with Teeter. I feel like there's a lot more to that story than any of these photos. Right. Even not- if John Teeter is a time traveler, there's a lot of things in his story yeah. that just don't line up and they don't make sense not about him but about the stuff he talked about no it's crazy shit though man it's fucking crazy i love this stuff though now i just want to know bottom line here do you think time travel is i could say possible but you would say yes um probable is time travel I, probable at this stage in the game? So there's so many different arguments when it comes to that. I mean, there's the argument that if time travel is possible in the future from where we are now, why are we not flooded with time travelers coming back? It's the same argument that people use against Bigfoot. Sure. If there's so many big feet out there. Why aren't we finding them? <laughs> <laughs> so, big feet i actually got into a discussion the other day uh with a friend of mine and we were asking each other you know what the fucking plural would be of, of bigfoot <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting i do think that they're probably i don't know that time has to be seen as time would have to be a tangible thing in order right. to travel through it. It would have right. to be so it, you would to travel back in time. That I don't time know, would have to be continuously playing on a string or right. on a line. Right. And yeah, there could be several lines. There could be millions of lines. There could be infinite number of lines out there. But that. It's such a tough subject. Yeah, dude. That that I think that there may be some form of something that could be t- called time travel, but I don't think Hollywood has anything out there that would be considered what we were able to do today. Sure. Or do in the future. I just don't know. I mean, it's tough, dude. Like, if I, I can travel back in time, then what does my life mean? Exactly. So. That's just it. If you can, if you are given the opportunity to travel back in time, you would be able to technically go back, figure out, okay, you're in a shitty situation in the present, right? Well, you already know what the antecedent of that fucking problem is, and it happened 10 years ago, whatever. Ever since that day, or whatever, this situation, you go back, and you unfuck that situation before it's even fucked to begin with. Then you travel back. But according to Teeter, you're not technically back. You're just in another reality, an alternate dimension that's running side by side. So, I mean, to round it out with Teeter there. Right. 
him going back in time to get a device to fix his future, not to fix his future. They they weren't trying to fix anything that had happened right. to them. They were just trying to make their future better. The device he went back and got might not be exactly the same as the device he was going to get. So That's it may have point. not been helpful at all to begin with. It's a very good point. Because it was in a different timeline. Damn. God damn. Just amazing. Mind? Oh yeah, blown. it's it's done. <laughs> My mind is fucked right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean I was doing stuff like this afternoon. I was going through old things oh, that just brought up even outside of John Tina that just brought up nostalgia for me and I'm just like fried at this moment because i spent <laughs> we started talking about this i don't know 10 11 o'clock this yeah, morning probably we had talked about doing this subject before yeah, but oh yeah neither of us started really looking into it ag again anyways for me until today 11 o'clock this yeah, morning exactly and since then i've just been circling the drain all day and my mind <laughs> is just fried i love it oh i love it it's good stuff. So, guys, ultimately, we want to know what you think. Reach out to us on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, 9137. What the fuck is our phone number? 913-730-7255. Got it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Shoot us a text. Leave us a voicemail. Whatever. You know what? If you yourself are a time traveler, we want to hear from you. Send us a picture. Prove it. Prove it somehow that you're a time traveler. We want to. You don't even have to prove it. We just want to talk to you. I would love that. You know, if that uh, if that Noah fuck was actually better at speaking, we'd get him on the show. You know, but he, I I think it would be like talking to a fucking bowling ball. I think Apex TV has a lock on that. Well, I think guy. Apex TV is a bunch of. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. definitely falsifying dick weeds but i mean that's just me whatever i mean shit we can get them on the show too i'll watch my mouth maybe <laughs> my god it's good stuff all right pal you got anything else uh go to our patreon become a meat mate go get a meat mate apparel at threadless <laughs> and be jealous because yeah, Josh really wants to be my meat mate, but it's very easy for you to be my meat mate. Yeah, yeah, it's super but easy for you guys. Show.com for links to everywhere that we are and everything that we're doing. Fuck to the yeah. All right, guys. Like I said, let us know what you think, and we will talk to you guys next week. Peace out. 